Tyler, welcome. Hey, what's up? Man, that's been uh, way too long. I think, honestly, the last time I had you on here, we were talking that bet of the Colts and the Titans last year, and I was terribly wrong, and it was very disappointing, and now I own a Titans shirt. Yeah, that you do. <laughs> um, but... This is another episode of the Wolf of Moneyline. I'm glad to have you on here again. I just wanted to speak with one of my favorite people about the NFL <laughs> football season. Um, let's let's dive in right into kind of the free agents that are available right now. Okay, you've been you've been messaging me saying DeAndre Hopkins to the Titans. How how's like, what percentage would you say this is actually happening? Um, I would say, I would say probably 50 50. Um, I know that Patriots really want him. Um, I, I just don't know. I think, I, I, I don't know if I would want to go to the Patriots. Um, just because I'm not entirely, I don't think that the Patriots are so confident with um, Mac Jones as their quarterback. I think the only thing that's going to draw them there is, is obviously the greatest head coach of all time being, you know, Bill Belichick. Um, That's, that's just my opinion. Um, I would obviously love to see him go to the Titans. I read today that apparently uh, we, we, we offered uh, D-Hop a contract. Um, I Apparently, word on the street is, is that our meeting with D-Hop uh, w- went very well. He liked Tennessee. We liked him. Um, but we just, it, it comes down to the money. Um, I think that anybody can get him for relatively cheap, only because he's got so much guaranteed money that's guaranteed to him from Arizona. Um, and so because of that, I think it's possible for the Titans who only have $7 million in cap space left. Um, all we have, I mean, really, if we really want to make like a, a frog and jump, we can go ahead and just start taking trade partners for Tannehill now, because that would clear up $30 million in cap space for us. Really? You, you would want to get rid of the tan man? I mean, I, I think I think everyone knows that Tannehill's done in Tennessee after this season. Um, I think that if that's the case, then why would you not give the rookie quarterback our you know first round pick wide receiver from last year with DeAndre Hopkins and you know the greatest running back in the league right now, Derrick Henry. Yeah, I um. So here's my take on um, the Titan situation. I think if DeAndre, I'm honestly, I'm kind of shocked by the lack of teams that are willing to go after DeHop. I know he's kind of old, really. He's isn't he like 31, 32? Yeah, he's thirty-one. He's he's thirty one. He's the the guy's literally my age, so he he's not that old. Um, he he still probably has like legit. 
Honestly, so I'm kind of shocked that nobody's really jumping on him. I think it is only Patriots and Titans. And when I looked it up today, yeah, I I saw that his meeting with the Titans, like, really, really went well. And that he really likes Nashville. So I'm thinking he might end up at your Titans, which I think. And I also said, saw that Tannehill said this would be a really great fit for him, which I think it probably would. because they'd have the three-headed dragon again with Tannehill, Henry, and then a number one wide receiver in DeAndre Hopkins. So uh, I think that definitely makes the team a lot, lot better that's lacking in the wide receiver right now. I think Titans would really, really need it. The only thing I would be against for the Patriots is, yeah, they're not really sold on Mac Jones. It was really weird because... Last year, um, Bill Belichick was like, I'm so impressed with Mac Jones. He's been working his butt off. His leadership's really grown. And then he kind of went on the sophomore year decline, which happens to some guys. But I will say he had Patricia as his offensive coordinator, and that guy's never coached (laughs) offense in his life, and it showed last year. Bailey Zappi looked like a good backup. And that's just like bad for Mac Jones. So, so let's see. Let's see what he does with Bill O'Brien. That's also a hot take. Is like Bill O'Brien shipped DeAndre Hopkins. So that's just awkward in itself. Yeah, that that's the other thing. But also, both of D Hop's coordinators uh, in Houston uh, during his times there are currently on the Titans as we speak because the defensive coordinator for uh, the the Texans when D-Hop was on the the Texans was Mike Rabel. And then um, our new offensive coordinator, uh, I completely spaced his name, um, he was the offensive coordinator for the Texans while D-Hop was there. So... I, I, I don't know if maybe D-Hop is, like, wanting to see all of his options, you know, c- get people to the table and see, like, what all offers he has out there, see the city, see the franchise he's going to, um, and then make his decision. Um, but who, who knows? I also don't know if I could crown Bill Belichick as one of the best coaches ever because ever since TB12 has left, the man has just been straight trash. Well, he did make it to, I mean, the COVID year, I think that we shouldn't necessarily count because that was like a crazy year for everyone. Um, the, the, not, not this prior season, but the season before Mac Jones's rookie season, they went to the playoffs last year, obviously wasn't the greatest. Um, I think that, I think that, D hop has a better chance of being successful um, in new England only because he has a young quarterback um, and uh, um, Juju um, in, in uh, new England to be opposite of him, but I'm not really sold on Juju. Yeah, I heard the Patriots are wanting to go after Hopkins because they're not really sold on Juju. 
right but, now. Which I, is, I've read articles about that. Which is weird because they offered Juju three year thirty million. So yeah, and I think now they're like, okay, this guy actually isn't that great. Yeah. Um, it, it will be interesting how it plays out, but right now I'd say those are definitely the two contenders. Um, if I was Hopkins, um, I'd probably go to the Titans because I think even if he goes to the Patriots, I think Patriots are fourth in that division. Um, I, I don't see how they be the Dolphins unless Tua gets injured again, which is possible. Which is possible. And then um, I don't see Jets them beating the Jets because Jets were even good with Zach Wilson. And Zach Wilson is just a terrible NFL quarterback. <laughs> so they're going to be way better with Aaron Rodgers, you would think. And then uh, Bills are – they're definitely going to be a contender. But Bills are – I've been seeing – have been having some drama too with Stephon Diggs like – they're offering him insane amount of money. I think he's the third highest paid wide receiver, and he's sitting out of like mandatory training camp right now as we speak. Yeah, that never deal. bodes well. Yeah, I don't, I don't honestly get that, um, but that's what's happening. But that's just my opinion. I think if he goes to the Titans, I mean, the only team. That would make them definitely a contender to win the division because they only have to be really the Jaguars. I think Colts and Texans, it's definitely a rebuilding year. Um, so I don't know. We'll, we'll see on that. But Dalvin Cook, where do you see Dalvin Cook going? Um, based upon a Snapchat story, I think he wants to go to Miami. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I've been hearing the Miami train big time. And Miami, their top running back's Jeff Wilson Jr., right? Uh, I believe so. Which, yeah, you don't want him as your not. I mean, he did decent last year, um, but he's not a running back one material, I feel like. Yeah. I don't know why the Vikings wanted to get rid of Dalvin Cook, too. That just kind of intrigues me as well because – I think he was willing to take even like a discount offer and then they're like no. Yeah, their their new their new GM is is uh a piece of work. <laughs> yeah, um which was funny because you immediately said once they did that they didn't want to win the division which I I could kind of agree with. I mean Madison did go off a couple games. Um, when Dalvin Cook went to South, but clearly Dalvin Cook is the better player. Clearly. Uh, yeah, so I don't know, man. It's it's crazy. I only see, yeah, one really suitor for him right now, and I think it's the Dolphins. Are there any other, like, running back groups that you think could possibly go after him? Um, Bills. Bills, yeah, that'd be awkward, taking his brother's uh, – position but yeah that yeah. can totally happen um uh bills um patriots um probably wouldn't be bad um yeah they have ramondre stevenson yeah which, something uh, like that 
which that's about it. So they could have a two running back ship kind of like they did last year. Um, I think Eagles could be in on them. Um, I think Kansas City could. Um, I think I think he probably has a bigger market um, because there are some teams that could probably benefit from a good, you know, running back. Um, I mean, the that's kind of what I'm thinking. Yeah, I'm, um, I, I think those are all valid options. Um, uh, it will be interesting to tell, but those are two like huge uh, NFL playmakers just available. And we, we got like Zeke Elliott too. I'm, <laughs> I think he's kind of a bum and kind of weird, but surprised he hasn't been honestly picked up right now. Well, I think there's just been so many injury concerns over the past couple seasons, and I'm sure that what he's wanting from and a contract from teams, no one's probably willing to offer him that due to injury history, things like that, him being unable to complete the past couple of seasons. Um, It's... I'm not entirely shocked by the fact that he's still a free agent. Um, I wouldn't be shocked if he was still a free agent um, during preseason. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I think that there's I mean, a possible could be. Yeah. Um, but I also have another question for you. So. Okay. We both know fantasy football awaits us. We're 74 days away from draft day, um, and we're doing a new model this year with preseason football. Okay. We're trying to pick teams in the preseason that we think would have the most point totals. What are some teams that you aim to look for like as your preseason team that you think will really – thrive this year so am, am i going based like i'm picking during like preseason time how teams yeah, are going to be in the regular we're, season we're technically going to pick a week before preseason happens but what are a couple of teams like you think will have ultimately the best preseason the most points <sighs> i picked the colts last year and they literally won the preseason total points in my league and they were just trashed in the season, but I will say they did have a good preseason. Um, I could, uh, Colts, Colts are iffy. I feel during preseason. Um, if I had to pick like someone from, there's all like teams that do like really well during preseason, typically end up doing trash during the regular season. Like, I feel like the Falcons do well in preseason, but then, like, the season starts and, like, they forget how to play football. Um, so, with that being said, I'm going to I'm gonna say Falcons. Falcons, yeah. I, I feel like 
they could definitely be a contender. I, I try to look at the teams that have a quarterback battle going on. So I, I would say Niners are probably definitely going to because they're going to have that Trey Lance, Brock Purdy, and Sam Darnold three-way battle um, for that position. And all three of those guys aren't terrible. They, they belong yeah. in the league. Um, Gardner Minshew and Anthony Richardson, they're going to be battling. Um, you could honestly say the Titans with um, Malik Willis, which he was mm-hmm. terrible last year. Maybe he makes that jump this year. And um, you have Will Levis and you have Tannehill. So you have three guys who are going to really be going after it, like trying to make a spot on the team. I heard Malik yeah. Wilson the team this year, which is like even hard to believe because like a year ago they were acting like he could be the next Lamar Jackson. Now they're acting yeah. even be in the NFL roster. So, Well, that stems from the fact that with with new GM, with having a new GM, um, I just don't think that he's going to fit what uh, the new GM wants. Um, so that's that's why I feel like he won't. I, there's a very good possibility that he doesn't make the team because the Titans have never really gone with like a three with like three QBs on a regular season roster. Yeah, yeah. Usually, I feel like teams only keep two guys typically. Well, they're the they change the rules because of the whole Forty ers Um, so technically, there's like this thing where you can have like three people, like on a regular, like game day roster, but I don't know like all the rules and stipulations behind it. I would have to read more into it. Because apparently it, like, doesn't count in the numbers, which doesn't entirely, like, make the most sense to me. But it is what it is, I guess. It is, man. Also, I wanted to say, uh, what are your expectations for this season, for the fantasy football season? Because the first year you missed the playoffs... Mm-hmm. The second year, you were definitely a contender, but you choked it away in the second half of your playoff game to Zach Pierce, who ended up winning. And this last year, uh, you were one and done. So what's going to happen this year? Is is this year the championship year, or I... <laughs> are you just trying to make the playoffs? I mean, definitely first step is to make the playoffs. Um the one thing that I think we can all agree on is the fact that Ethan Harrison does not make playoffs this year. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing. I was I, looking I, at our whole friendship group, and so there's 14 teams, and there's eight people who are going to make the playoffs. And this year, I'm changing it to it's going to be two rounds again in the playoffs. There's going to be okay. one last season game. And um, I was thinking of, like, people Ethan would be better than in the group. And there's probably, honestly, there's probably only possibly my sister. But I don't know. She outperformed him like crazy last year. Mm -hmm. Um, 
possibly my friend Thomas, possibly Zach Carlson, possibly my cousin's uh, new fiance, Nolan, because I'm not really sure of his game. But there's only four people that I could see him possibly being better than. So I'm going to go out on a limb, and I'm going to say Ethan Harrison will miss the playoffs yet another season, and he'll have (laughs) to sit out for next season. Which so I I feel like we should add some sort of harsh uh, award. Um, I think go- moving forward, um, we should. You know how you you do something for the person who like wins the entire fantasy league. Yes, I think we should do something for someone who does the worst in the fantasy league. Yeah, like a toilet trophy or some. Something yeah, like something nature. like that. That would just that would make it. I feel more fun. And if you get it two years in a row, then you're suspended from fantasy <laughs> our fantasy football league for a season. Yeah, because right now we've we've done this three years with him, and he hasn't made the playoffs one year. So I, I'm I'm saying he's going to go four years in a row with not making the playoffs. It's but, because he keeps picking all these Colts players and rookie wide receivers. Yeah, and he's. Wanting, wanting like top tier players for like I mean wanting like Patrick Mahomes to trade like Sam Darnold level that's like the level of of trading quality and value he he looks for when he does fantasy football okay I want to ask you one last question with fantasy football and you got to give your honest answer okay Out out of these three biggest mistakes in fantasy football which one probably annoyed you the most would it be ethan harrison's trades would it be brandon frymeyer drafting four legit quarterbacks or my sister drafting josh allen and then patrick mahomes in the next round uh oh that's that's those, those are all uh those are all on the same playing field um I will say the one that made me the most mad I and 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 the fact that I remember where I was at when it was happening <laughs> is going to tell you. So I was at a concert in Chicago that I did not want to go to in the first place, might I add. Um a concert in Chicago dra- doing my draft and I see uh Brandon Freymeyer drafting all those quarterbacks. And I was so mad that I was just cussing up a storm (laughs) at this concert in Chicago. And I was just like, what? Like, I was, I was so mad. So that, that then forced me to then go after Aaron Rodgers, even though I didn't, I, I thought at the time that would be a smart move because he was the, you know, back-to-back MVP champion, um, uh, MVP pick. Um, and then uh, he ended up not doing anything. So so definitely Brandon Feinmeier taking, you know, all those quarterbacks, um, you know, all of which would have been starters on everybody else's fantasy football team. And, and he did that on purpose solely that, solely that so that he could, you know, get some good trades and trade those for players. 
Yeah, he did. Um, honestly, that just it made Wasim literally uh, want to explode as well, and that's why <laughs> that's why we're initiating the Brandon Freimeyer rule. And there's only going to be a max of two quarterbacks on each team now because he just ruined the game for us last year. But it's going to be a great season. We got 14 teams. We're going to have to look for some, like, deep sleepers this year. Oh, yeah. So it, it, it's going to be a lot of fun. I definitely want to do a party for that um, this year for sure and have more people at the live draft. That way we could all just bash each other. But um, going on from this, we need to talk win totals for the AFC South and what our expectations are. This so okay. we got to talk about – I think the Jags are honestly getting a little overhyped. Um, their win total is at 9.5. What would you take in this situation? You think they're going to go above that or below? Um, <sighs> See, that's hard. Um, I think the, the first, the first, three four weeks with calvin ridley um i think it's possible that they struggle on offense um i don't think that they are there on defense to really compete um as you know a number as the division like leader um like there's 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 no one on that defense that draws the attention uh, of an offensive player. Um, and, and Jacksonville has to play Kansas City, has to play Buffalo, um, Cincinnati, um, all of which all of which I, I, I'm in, imagining Jacksonville loses. Um, the only one I can maybe see is is if you know one of the two has like a, a major injury, um, but I, I guess I would say the Bills. And then that you also have to play um, the Ravens, Steelers, Browns. Um, uh, it's I, I know I, I'm going to say below. I'm going to say below nine and a half. I mean, nine and a half wins. Yeah, I'm going to say below nine and a half. I'm also going to say below as well. Uh, you're cutting in and out at the moment. Tommy, you are still cutting out pretty bad.
Are you there? Again. But they still have Christian. Yeah. They have all the guys. Um, like Christian Kirk. Um, Evan Ingram. And uh, Zay Flowers. So they have weapons. Um, probably the most talented offense in the AFC South. But we'll see. I'm still saying they're going to go under 9.5. We got your Titans next at 7.5. How many do you think this is an over or under? Um, I say we go over 7.5. I'm going to say yes for the over, too. Only because I think they might get DeAndre Hopkins. Um, if they don't get DeAndre Hopkins, then I think it's going to be seven wins. But if they do get DeAndre Hopkins, I'm going to say nine wins. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm going to go with the over. I think you guys will still be a contender in the AFC South because I think Tannehill honestly doesn't get enough credit he's honestly a good game manager so um i'm going yeah eight or nine right now with the addition to deandre hopkins um what about the colts at 6.5 do you think it's over or under um there's like so much hype for anthony richardson right now and it all it kind of scares me First round quarterbacks who are draft only start. College football are Mark Sanchez, Mitch Trubisky, and Cam Newton. Can we say any of them were like super super good? Ooh. Say Cam Newton, he had that one good season with the dab. He went to the Super Bowl and then he kind of fell off after that. But Mark Sanchez didn't really do anything. Mitch Trubisky is just average. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I think it's kind of hard to say. Um, I think he was definitely drafted um, to a good scenario because he's, you know, in the AFC South, which you know, is, is very quick to take at the moment. There's really no superpower uh, in the AFC South, like a Buffalo, like a Cincinnati, like a Kansas City that are, that are really going to hold a division down or be competing for a divisional title every single year um, because um, of, of quarterback play. Um, we've really only seen one good season from from Trevor Lawrence. So I I can't really say that he's, you know, to that level yet. Um, I I'm, I'm still not entirely sold on the wide receiving core um, for him. Um, I mean, they definitely have a good running back, but they also need to improve upon the offensive line. They have their, their left, the rookie left left tackle that they had last season was, was not very good. Um, they they ended up having Dennis Daly and then got rid of him. Um, so 
I'm gonna six and a half. I'm gonna say under. Under. Okay. Um, here's ah, oh, this is so hard. Um, I'm gonna say under as well, and it's really hard for me to say, but I'm gonna say we're gonna go six and eleven. Um, but I might eat my words. I just. I don't want to disappoint myself. I don't want to be too optimistic and then just get disappointed. So I'm going to say six and 11. Hopefully Anthony Richardson proves me wrong. I'm seeing all these things that I just have to see it to believe it. But I'm seeing like GM say like he's going to be one of the top quarterbacks in like three years. And I don't know. I just see it. For, for me to believe it right now. I know he had an amazing combine, but um, you're able to tell once they had – I don't really care about the combine. Um, you tell how good they are once they hit the field. And Peyton, I'll give him, I'll give him his rookie contract, but if he's garbage his whole rookie contract, I'm saying we go after Arch Manning. Uh, I don't even know if Arch Manning – who knows if Arch Manning will even be uh, there. Uh, I mean, he – right now, I don't even think he's going to be a starter next year, so. Yeah, he – because they got um, uh, Quinn Ewers, which he's actually really, really good. So, we'll, we'll see. He's going to be on the hot seat for sure, but um, – We'll we'll definitely see. I'm I'm going at six and eleven, but we got our last team at um, the Houston Texans. Obviously drafted C.J. Stroud. They got a couple more weapons for him. They got your uh, former wide receiver and Robert Woods, and they also um, got the Cowboys tight end um, last year, who was kind of injury prone, but he had a couple good seasons there. Um, so he has some weapons. What I've been reading is he has been misthrowing people, kind of like your boy Will Levis in uh, practice. So um, he's got some work to do. So I'm going to go with the under 6.5 just because it's hard for rookies to really um, succeed in their first year. They have some growing pains that they have to endure. So I'm going to go – Four and thirteen, or five and twelve for them. Okay. Interesting thought process. I. So even though they 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 made all these moves and and drafting and and free agency, I, I really do think that they they really really hit the ham. Uh, they they really hit the ball really hard with with who they got for head coach. Um, I I mean it's the Texans. They're never a reliable organization. Um, they they haven't really been reliable since Deshaun Watson was there, and even then they weren't even the most reliable. So I'll I'm gonna go below six and a half as well. Okay. Um, also, with this, we're obviously we have this planned. We're not backing down. We're going to the Titans Colts game. 
What do you see happening in that game? What is the score going to be in that game? Um, obviously, I foresee Tennessee winning. Um, I'm going to say Tennessee 28-17. 28-17. Okay. Let me hit you with some knowledge here, okay? Okay. Um, we're beating the Titans this year. Okay. It's happening. It's happening in Lucas Oil. It's going to be a very ugly, hard-fought game. But the Colts are going to get out on top with a 21-20 ending to it. And the Colts are going to get one of those six wins against Tennessee at Lucas Oil. It's happening then. Oh, okay. Well, let me let you in on something. <laughs> uh, Tennessee plays much better on the road um, than they do at home. Um, and um, they, they definitely play better divisional games on the road than they do at home. Uh, need I remind you uh, a couple of seasons ago where the Colts were down 14 to zero with Carson Wentz um, and then we came back and, and won an overtime. Do you, do you, do you remember that? Cause, cause I, do. yeah, cause I remember Carson Wentz literally gave one of your defenders the ball on the goal line. Yes. Um, or can, are we going to talk about how we swept the Colts last season two to zero or we going to gloss over that? Yeah, man. See, that's why I don't know if I could trust the Anthony Richardson hype or any of this stuff right now because I remember last year they were saying, like Frank Wright was saying, oh, Matt Ryan is like the most accurate quarterback I've ever coached. And we saw how that ended up last year. He was literally our nursing home quarterback. So (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what to expect. I got to see it. Um, So who do Colts start the season off playing against? Is it Jacksonville? They play, yeah, they play the Jets, which I honestly think they could possibly beat the Jags too. Even though Colts haven't won an opening, uh, opening game in what, you know, close to 10 years now? Yes, I know. It's um, Here's another take I wanted to take, too. It's Isaiah Rogers Sr. is a freaking idiot, man. The dude is an idiot. Like, how many players do you have to see get in trouble for the sports gambling, and you still do it? You're the Colts' n- number one cornerback right now, which is scary in itself. But I don't get it, man. That's another concern I have for the Colts. But it just makes me so freaking mad. So do you think he gets suspended? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, I don't know how he doesn't get suspended. Um, But I'm saying, yeah, the Colts Colts could win the first regular season. I think people are way too high on the Jags. It could happen. It could be one of the six wins that I think we could get. But um, it's this season's hard for the Colts, too, because I don't have high expectations, but apparently ours is like fourth weakest. So 
like we're not really playing supposedly that many good teams. So I don't know. It's open. Anthony Richardson could prove. But I want to thank you for taking some time to, to do, do this pod with me. me. Um, can't, can't wait to hang out with you guys and do the draft together and obviously go to the Colts game this year. So well, thanks a lot, man. Yep. All right. Have a good night. Uh, you as well, sir. Bye.